Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Jason and Alexis Show podcast, presented by our delightful friends at the Freehouse. When you listen to the podcast, you can thank the Freehouse. We thank them all the time, right, Lex? Oh, we love the Freehouse. Thank you, Freehouse. Thank you, Freehouse, and thanks for the beer. Lex and Dawn, I have a great idea. Yes? Thank you for asking. I would like to take you two out to lunch. Are you game? Let's do it. Where are we going? We are going to the Lowry. I love the Lowry. It's one of my favorite places. They have such good apps. And there are various ways that they can serve you. Three ways. First, we can go inside. Or you can order online for the Lowry from one of their delivery partners. Or you can pick it up from the restaurant. Should we go inside, though? Yeah, let's go inside. Let's Let's go inside. Okay. And then we'll get some food to go. And it's all my treat. Can we get food for like three days? Um, I'm just asking for a friend. I think you're kind of stretching (laughs) my generosity, but they do have amazing breakfast and mimosa flights and Bloody Marys. But, Don, I don't think you can get the Bloody Marys to go. All right. Ooh, and it's Bloody Marys all day, every day. Well, but I I thought Mama needed a beer. Don't you want some Freehouse beer at the Lowry? Yeah, actually, let's do it all. Why not? <laughs> I'm Dawn, thirsty and I get out. I guess I'll be driving. <laughs> you, you are driving. Uh, you can make reservations. You can check out the menu. You can order pickup and you can order online at the LowryUptown.com. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the eight o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on this Wednesday, October 21st, 2020. Or I'm sorry, let me look at the calendar again. It's December 21st, 2020. (laughs) Bye, everybody. I'm off to Disney. Bye. We'll see you at the beginning of the year. Bye, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to Disney this this Christmas? I sure am. Yep, okay, sure am. doing that. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, gotta <laughs> gotta take advantage of that annual pass. <laughs> haven't yeah, had much. Exactly. Haven't had much of. I spent a lot. <laughs> I spent the money and haven't mm-hmm. had really a lot of opportunity to take advantage of it. So too uh, bad I haven't been able to use my TSA pre-check I paid for for a year. Yeah, exactly. Stupid. Oh, right. Yeah. So no, we're we're going. I mean, we have actually... they given you any like discount? I don't, you know, as a as a uh, an annual pass holder. Yes. It just paid it, and that's it, or I don't know. That's I'm just I'm just curious sucker. to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah they've extended. Like, are, yeah, they say they, anything about that? Yeah, they have extended the dates. Uh, like I get mine because see, I it's a double uh, whammy for me because remember I got all excited uh, last year. For the first time ever, I bought that pass that got me into both Disneyland and Disney World. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. Great so timing, Jace. Well, great timing. <laughs> you know, I had to sell one of my relatives and then I bought that. And mm-hmm. um, uh, so that's been worthless as, you know, boobs on a turtle. So uh, my pass is extended, but we're not quite sure how long, how much of an extension I have. Yeah. 
any hoodly doodly. No, we're going to go uh, our, our usual time between Christmas and New Year's and uh, and uh, take advantage of, you know, they're giving you deals, but still, yeah, it's a little little bit of a bummer. So, but yeah. I'm, I feel worse for the employees of Disneyland right. because Cal- California, California, Announced their uh, theme park opening guidelines, and it's it's pish posh. I mean, it's going to do nothing. It's going to do it, the restrictions are so restrictive. Disneyland can't open, so uh, the governor's livid. And no matter how you feel about it, I just hate to see all those jobs lost because it's you know that is an economic engine of the Anaheim area. Um, it is. Disneyland is, and it's it's going to do severe damage to that part of the state. And the governor's I, just, li- livid because. The go- no, Disney is livid because Disney is. Oh, I think Disney you said, okay. is livid. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So, and I get it. Safety sense. first. I mean, do not misread me. I'm glad the governor of Cal. I'm glad governors are taking it seriously. I'm just saying dot 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 on the other end of the story are you know a hundred thousand people that will be you know without a job or whatever the number is. So anyway, I digress. Do you have more of that? Because that's my dirt alert story. So maybe I do. We can talk I have a more. more about that. Yeah. Good. I do. Yeah. So <laughs> stay right there. No, I have more on that. But right now it's time for best of birthday pranks slash. Hey, have we played this? Uh, now I have two. <laughs> I have right. two. Are you ready? Are you yeah. ready, guys? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have one called Halloween, and then I have another one called NerdCon. Ooh, should we save Halloween for next week? Should we do NerdCon? Yeah, let's do NerdCon. I don't think we've done that one. I don't think so either. And who knows if it's even from our show. It could be from (laughs) Dez at KS95. Here we go. Wouldn't that be hysterical? (laughs) Here we go, everyone. Hi, is this Melody? It is. Melody, it's Don McLean over here at My Talk 1071. How are Hi. you? Good, good. Good. Well, we got your email about how you want to prank your brother, Corey. Tell me about Corey and what you want to prank him about. Well, my brother is such a dork. Like, he plays video games and he's 40. And so he's a huge nerd, and I make fun of him all the time. And so last year at our local comic book convention, I, I signed him up for newsletters and free booklets. So this year I want to I want to prank him and and do something different. So okay, cool. Well, I'm going to call saying that we want to see if he wants to be um, invited to be on the panel for something I'm going to call NerdCon, which is not real, but I'm going to see if he's interested in it. Okay, and see just how nerdy he is. Oh, that's a great idea. Thanks. Awesome. Okay, hold on the line and then I'll bring you on at the end. Okay. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Hello? Hi, is this Corey? Is this Corey? This is Corey. Who's this? Corey, my name is Melissa, and um, I got your name from um, from, uh, Crypticon, actually, this last year. Crypticon. Mm-hmm. When you signed up uh, at Crypticon, you wanted information about um, just nerds and and um, things that we were going to do. We're starting NerdCon. It looks like you were interested in in talking to us about that. Well, I, I don't I don't recall signing up, but you know. What's it all about? Okay, well, we have a convention that we're starting, and it's really specifically for nerds, and we want to make sure that um, anybody involved is a true nerd 
because as you, I'm sure, know, anytime you start talking about things that you're interested in, there are people that try to pretend that they are actually interested in the subject, and it can be very frustrating. Right. I mean, I, 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 people told me I'm a nerd, but, I, you know, I, yeah, I guess I'm a true nerd. I, I don't know what to tell you. But, well, I, I mean, I, uh, do you play Magic the Gathering by any chance? I get played it on occasion. Okay. Sure. All right. Well, I was just going to go through a series of questions here. I actually have been playing Magic the Gathering for 14 years. So if you had any cards or anything that you wanted to trade, that would be just incredible. And that's something that we are looking for for NerdCon is a large magic. I've only played a couple times, so I I don't know if... uh, I'm not really that versed in the game, so, Mm. uh, you know, I don't know if I... well, we don't have to have. We were looking for a moderator for the the Magic the Gathering room, but anyway, okay. Well, we don't have to. We can find someone else to fill that position. Um, I actually was curious if you prefer Star Trek or Star Wars. Star Trek or Star Wars, man, that's like choosing you know between one of your children. You know, I mean, those they're both. Oh, I like that answer. Uh, you know, they're both equal, you know, in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, I, I would have to go with Star Trek because that's, you know, that I think Star Trek sort of birthed Star Wars itself, you know. I, I don't yes, think there's totally a Star agree. Wars if there's not a Star Trek. I totally agree. You're really getting a lot of points for that one. That's really good. Okay. Um, can you remember, like, the first comic book that you ever read? Like... Wow, that's that's a tough one, man. I mean, might be the Watchmen. Yeah, uh, back in perfect. I think it was eighty seven, nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, perfect. Was the first one I bought, but yeah, I don't I don't hold on to them or anything. I just you know I'm not a collector. What do you mean you, you know, don't hold I, on to them? I mean, what which Watchmen do you have? Do you? I I don't have any of them really. I I just. I bought one in back in '87, and occasionally I'd buy one, but I was I'm not really a collector. So you anything, don't collect you know? comics at all? Oh, no, I don't. I, I mean, I might have a couple, like in the deep in my closet somewhere. But all right, that's fine. You don't have to go into that anymore. Okay, when you play D and D, what class do you normally choose? What fighter class? Uh, well, I mean, you could choose a fighter class if you wanted to be the tank, or you could be uh, more of an assassin class, or maybe you prefer to be a wizard. Maybe you prefer a casting class. Maybe you're more of a guy who stands back in the corner and casts spells. It just kind oh, of man. gives me an I mean, idea of what kind of person you are. I just, you know, I just play the game. I don't have a preference, you know, to a cl- you know, class of fighter or anything. Like, I just... I just like I just like enjoy the game like video games I enjoy those too but I'm not not really wrapped up into into it on that level oh, but wow. you know okay. I can well, I can those are be the basics. well know, that's fine um now if you were to actually um get into a fight like let's say that um, you were playing D&D, and I'm talking about uh, Dungeons and da- Dragons, like 3rd edition. Um, if you were to encounter, let's say, like a a, a horde of orcs, and um, you were asked to roll initiative, um, 
first of all, do you have your own dice? I mean, this is a um, brainer, of course. No, man. I mean, I, I, I've, I've, never, I've never owned a pair of dice. I, you know, usually it's just somebody, you know, a friend of mine or something. But hey, they're, they're having a D and D party or something. But I'm not, you know, I, I, I don't own the, I, I don't own anything like the game or anything. I, I don't. I don't well, have a club not really, that I'm in. I mean, there's no it's game just, to own uh, since it's not. It's all in our imaginations. You really just have to come prepared with, with your dice. But apparently, if you don't have any, you're bo- borrowing other people's dice. I'm not sure what my group NerdCon would think about that. Well, I mean, I could purchase my own dice. I mean, it's not like I, um, you know, I, I don't have a problem with having a pair of dice. Right, but I just it's, I don't I just happen not to have a pair now. You know, I, I may have owned a pair at some point. That's fine. So, so for NerdCon, if you it doesn't sound like you have the ne- the level of nerd to be on our our planning commission or our panel since this is our first year. It really is just the first year that we're going to be doing this convention. So maybe we could just have you be a moderator for one of the panels or the rooms. We're looking for volunteers. That would require you to just well, stand at the door, basically. Well, I mean, is it like security or something, or is like? Well, uh, very rarely do nerds I mean, get out of hand like that, where we would need security. But you know, we do need a moderator in case you know, just to make sure that our panelists have shown up and they're checking in and they have water. Basically, you have to set up the microphones and that they have water. And then just um, make sure that they know when to wrap up. You're sort of a timekeeper as well. It sounds like a lot of work. I mean, it, um, I mean is it a paid position or no? This is volunteer. This is the it? love of being a nerd. This is volunteer basis only for NerdCon. It's our first year, so we're probably going to take a loss when it comes to finances, and because we have to rent the convention center, as you know. Well, I mean, I would, I'd love to go I and mean, check it out. I don't know if I want to, like, do free labor. Oh, I understand. Like, uh, for you guys. Well, um, maybe I can get our, our commissioner. He is uh, also my husband and my dungeon master. He's on the line now. And um, actually, uh, he wanted to let you know that um, his name is Melody. And actually, you've been birthday pranked. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. Platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Ah. <laughs> Melody, you oh suck. You. you suck. You're the worst sister ever. The worst oh. sister a man could ever you have. Oh, my you God. You love me. She's, what's funny, she's always telling me what a, she tells everybody what a nerd I am. Hey, it's I'm over 40. You call a radio station and prank you your brother. It. That's pretty you nerdy, too. <laughs> yeah. I play video games, too, and I'm over 40, Corey. So don't worry about <laughs> it. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for being a good sport, Corey. And uh, thanks for listening to Jason and Alexis in the morning and for doing our birthday pranks. Yeah, this was so fun. Huh? Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye, guys. Aww.
<laughs> Best of birthday master. pranks. Dungeon master. <laughs> right here on Jason and Alexis in the morning. When we come back, we're not done with Dawn. She has the dirt alert. Next. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Entertainment stories of the day and the dirt alert. Welcome back. Hello, Dawn. Hello. Good morning. Morning. Okay. Uh, we were talking about this a little bit earlier at the at the top of the eight o'clock hour here. Disneyland in California and Anaheim. They can now reopen at twenty five percent capacity. This came down yesterday. Um, and they have issued their guidelines and uh, Governor Newsom's blueprint for a safer economy. Uh, some of the guidelines include face masks, social distancing, increased sanitizing, reduced capacity, employee training. Uh, and then once those are met, um, they're going to be able to reopen. Um, so, uh, Jason, you were saying mm. that uh, they have some more guidelines that you don't feel like they're going to be able to do or... Yeah, it's again? it's not going to open. I mean, the, the they're so it's so restrictive that Disneyland will never. It's more those guidelines are more for smaller theme parks. Mm-hmm. It's really not applicable for parks the size of Universal and Disney. Uh, the president of Disneyland wrote this. This will just tell you everything you, you need to know. Uh, He writes in a statement right after this was announced. We have proven that we can responsibly reopen with science-based health and safety protocols uh, strictly enforced at our theme park properties around the world. Nevertheless, the state of California continues to ignore this fact instead of mandating arbitrary guidelines that it knows are unworkable and that hold us to a standard vastly different from other reopened businesses and state-operated facilities. That's their big rub right there, by the way. Together with our labor unions, we want to get people back to work, but these state guidelines will keep us shuttered for the foreseeable future, forcing thousands uh, more people out of work. So, and then it goes on. That is their rub. They are looking at other guidelines for other types of businesses, including, as they said, state-operated facilities, and they're vastly different. And they're saying that the state is ignoring now months and months of research, well, July till now, of how they've operated successfully, uh, not only in Hong Kong, but how they've operated here in the States at Disney World in Orlando. Ah. So, yeah. Okay, that is a little bit more than my story. So thanks for filling in the blanks there. Is the capacity in Florida, is it at 25% or is it? They're not saying they're not saying Um, Disney will hasn't released it. But it's like I said, uh, they were running in July. The cast members we were talking to at a typical day at Animal Kingdom, they were running at about 6000 people, which is nothing. That's nothing. They're only going to open unless they make money. Yes. I mean, they're not going to do it for you it's know the fun and the enjoyment yeah. of children and families. They're ju- going to do it if they're going to make money or not. Mm-hmm. And so in Florida, if they're if they're not sharing that, I guess um, it, that would be a comparable thing. Yeah, at twenty five percent, that but just might not be. They won't know. I mean, yeah, and it's and it's, and it's and it's more. You know, they're doing it in like zones, like colored zones, which I actually agree with. There's a there's a New York Times article written at the beginning of the pandemic by, I think, four or five experts uh, talking about how we need to do similar. We need to do what we did after 9-11 when George W. Bush had the terror alert, the colors, you know, where I mean, you know, we're in an orange alert. 
they said we really need to divide the country into zones. Um, and if you hit a green zone, it means you're at a certain infection level, you're at a certain hospital level, and if you're at a green zone, then the states can open restaurants, the states can open gyms. But then if you move to a yellow or red zone, different restrictions go into effect. That way there's no arbitrary, and I love that idea. California has something like that, but the zone that Disney needs to get in within within California's guidelines are so restrictive, it's not possible to open. Mm. So, there we go. All righty. All right, moving on to uh, Stephen Colbert interviewed Dolly Parton, and mm-hmm. he started crying because she was singing this song. It's very sweet. I'm just going to play the clip for you here. She's yeah. talking about her mom, who used to sing her songs, and describing this, and then she just starts singing a cappella, and he starts crying. She used to sing called uh, Bury Me Beneath the Willow. It was about a girl that was going to get married, and her boyfriend left her at the altar, whatever. So she died, of course. She killed herself, I suppose. So it says, uh, bury me beneath the willow, under the weeping willow tree, where he may know where I am sleeping, and perhaps he'll weep for me. So anyway, there's more to it, but anyway, it was about her thinking he, you know, he, today was our wedding day, but where, oh, where can he be? He's gone to seek him another bride. He cares no more for me. And then he goes, are you crying? Oh, bury me beneath the willow. Isn't that beautiful? And he's laughing and crying. He's like, I've had a hard time during this pandemic, and I'm sorry I started crying, but he just felt so touched that she would sing acapella and everybody's under stress right now and oh, oh i love her a little relief yeah national treasure national treasure she is mm-hmm. for more of these stories go to my talk 701.com when we come back my feet are killing me not literally <laughs> the show i'm talking about Uh-oh. dawn dipped her toe in it when we come oh, back no. I wonder when you welcome back Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one seven one everything entertainment everything ooh I had the wrong shoe size I'm Jace with Lex <laughs> Dawn and Kenny oh, is it your big toe Jace I think it is um, Dawn stuck her toe into a show that I adore it's a guilty pleasure oh, it's a you gr- watch it oh yeah it is a gross pleasure of mine. <laughs> And that is my feet are killing me. I didn't know that you started it. Oh, I remember yeah. us reading the titles and laughing so hard. Uh, oh about, yeah, you know. Um, of all the so, choices, why did you go there, Don? Well, here's yeah, the situation. You don't seem like the type. Yeah. Listen, so um, I've gotten MC into. He's into uh, British Bake Off now. Nice. I got him roped into that, so we have to watch that together. I have to wait. And then I also got him into 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> so, oh, wow. <laughs> which is really just a show. I'm starting from season one. And so uh, I just, you know, he, I'll be watching it on my laptop as he's playing a video game. But he's so intrigued. He's like, what? What's going on with this one? What's ha- What? So I can't, when he's doing other things like playing uh, games with his kids, you know, they're playing uh, something downstairs and I'm just going to watch something. I've run out of shows that he doesn't watch with me. So oh, I'm like, all right, I'm going to try watching My Feet Are Killing Me on TLC. 
the first episode, I've gotten through half of it so far. And I, you know, I'm not super squeamish about foot stuff. But, I mean, I'm just watching this thinking, this is going to get canceled because I am the only one that is watching this. Oh, my God. It is. There's a guy who, bless his heart. Uh, is a hemophiliac. So that means that I think that I'm using the right term there. That means that he um his blood doesn't clot. And oh, so so he has uh, had issues his whole life and he actually had um as a kid he had a, a couple of brain bleeds and it's affected him mentally. So he is not his unfortunately he has cognitive issues. Yeah. And he hasn't been taking care of his feet. And his brother, bring, John, brings him into the office, which the contrast between these guys and the very attractive doctor is like, you know, this guy is stunning. This doctor, <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Brad, I think his name is. Uh-huh, so, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I mean, I just can't even really describe to you how crazy his feet were. He hadn't. They Let's just say oh. this. Oh, boy. Um uh. He, they had to use a Dremel tool to remove his toenails, oh. which is like a woodworking, you know, a Dremel tool, Kenny. It's like a little sander. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got a, um, half a dozen of them. Yeah. yeah so they yeah. had to first cut them with these huge pliers. They were all curled around and, and had so much fungus that it's like he he was close to having his feet amputated. His feet were actually growing together. Yeah. They're, it's just what they they preview that moment in the trailer for the first season. Here's just a very oh, like, sure, great. three oh. seconds. Here, no. here we go. Immediately affected. Bear with me here, brother. I'm trying. Yep. Anything can happen when you're in surgery. What just happened? There's a problem. Yeah, so the, the right when you heard the doctor say, stay with me, brother, he's using the Dremel tool on one of the one of the giant toes. The toenails. Yeah. And, and the thing that's dangerous is that oh, it, he did gosh. nick him a little bit when he was trying to cut off these massive yellow curling toenails that were like stop growing into each other. Oh. You gotta stop, Don. <laughs> Don't describe them that way. So, so I mean, oh. it's Put the just, pretzels down, Kenny. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, and oh. I, I'm not going to get into know? the rest of the details. Jason, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, with yeah. The other, mm, and uh-huh. it's, just, it's amazing how much work they did. I wanted them to look better than they did when he left the office. I know, me too. they did a foot soak. They removed lots of stuff. And um, but they still, I mean, they kind of I'm started to my look like. Off. I'm on. We're done, <laughs> Kenny. We're done. We're fine. No, I'll be back <laughs> after 42. Okay. I'm, I'm, they started I'm to kind of. Too. They kind of looked like oh. normal feet, like right, Jason. Like you yeah. could tell that there were toes there because yes. before it was so horrifying. Oh. I've never seen oh. anything like that. Then they give these services for free, right? I mean, first of all, you're on the show, but also I'm sure it's like a mercy saw. I hope so. Dremel. I hope so. I I would say so if they're appearing on the show that they get the procedure. You never know, though. Uh, I mean, just I mean, actually, they probably would have to file it with their insurance just because if anything went wrong. Yes. You know, I'm sure. Yeah. So anyway, <sighs> then I, there was another woman that I won't even talk about because I don't want to make people <laughs> sick. She has to have a skin grafts and stuff removed. And then there was the we got to the paranormal erotic novelist. 
What? Yes. She writes paranormal erotica. That's her and job. And she got funky feet. She has six toes on each foot. So yeah. she had a little extra pinky toe. And poor thing, I felt, I just feel for all these people. That's the thing, like, you think it's just going to be like, um, you know, peeking in at some type of a traveling circus show or something. No, they tell their backstories and how it's just ruined their lives because their feet are so, they've got all of these issues you just really feel for them. This woman, those little pinky toes that shouldn't be there, they should have been removed as a child, which kind of makes me mad. You know what I mean? Like, they should have taken those off when she was a baby. She's lived her life in a lot of pain, and those little pinky toe, extra pinky toes, they get blisters, they get red, they bleed. I mean, she can't fit in normal shoes. She can't walk right. It seems like she can't really get any exercise either. Uh, I just... You, these doctors are really helping people change their lives. It's fascinating if you don't have an issue seeing some of the creepiest, weirdest kind they, of yes. feet ever. Which I hate to label people like that that way, but they have to know. I mean, We're was talking. the rest of her foot cool? like, Or was it yeah. just that she had an extra yes. pinky toe? Why wouldn't you just keep it then because, at that point? Alexis, it was it shoots off to the side yeah. and her foot well, can't actually you cut a hole in your shoe. Oh, it's it like perpendicular. Out? It's, it's like perp- yeah. yeah, it's kind of like going and and so it oh. makes her not be able to fit really into any shoes except for this one pair of soft shoes. Cut a hole. And Kenny, Kenny, you're back. Um, <laughs> also, another thing is that the side of her foot where the pinky toe is was the bone was so wide like it was just her feet were the widest feet i've ever seen and so they actually removed part of that bone and made it smaller so that she could wear normal shoes it's just i've only made it through half of the episode (laughs) jason i thought it was gonna be a 30 minute show you know when you're like oh good tlc 22 minutes no these are hour-long episodes and and I got it. You haven't even uh, you you no. you Jason. haven't even gotten to the worst yet. No What's way, wrong with you, Jason. Why? Colin can't watch. Like Colin uh. turns away. But oh, <laughs> Lex, are you having another baby? Yeah, I am over here. <laughs> so am I. I don't, I'm yeah, over see, here pushing. The Mac truck's coming by. Jason, Whoa. I'm surprised that I could find anybody on this show that would watch this. Oh, I thought I was I the only know. one. No, I watched it up until the. Uh, I played that clip. The woman, I think she's in episode two. That. Uh oh. <laughs> I haven't gotten to that yet. She, I think she describes. I'm not going to oh, say it. I'm not going to. I don't want. I want people to actually listen to our show. But um, let's just say oh. she gives a description of her feet, oh. the the smell of her feet that oh, I God. I could never <laughs> get out of my mind. Um, I couldn't. <laughs> Like I, Vegas, was it the doctor? Fine, I'll just say it. She said that he <laughs> smells like wet corn chips. <laughs> oh my gosh. I only got a glimpse of this show one time. My mother-in-law was visiting from Puerto Rico. And I walked up into the kitchen. And she was watching all of these shows that I hate. You know, my 600-pound life. Um, what's the other one about? Uh, not feet, but um, God, there's so Pimple many. Popper. Oh, Pimple yeah. Popper. Yeah. She's sitting there watching all these shows, so I just tried to get up there real quick and then leave. 
and I looked over, and this person had like a rhino horn on his big toe. It might have been the same guy. That's what it was. Yeah, I'm yeah, trying to drum it off. It yes, yes. yes. all this fungus and crap oh underneath. Oh, don't say fungus. Oh, poor guy. She's so funny because she's just watching it, going, "Dios mío, Dios mío, oh, Jesus, Jesus, Dios mío." I just <laughs> listened to her in the hallway. That's the show right there. Should have taped her. I should have. From now on, as I watch this, I'm going to say Dios mío. I almost, I almost took a video of myself watching it because my reaction was like a series of facial expressions. And whenever Emma came upstairs from playing a game, I actually shut it down because I was like, it was almost like I had been watching Purr. You know, yeah, like, like it was embarrassing. I just wanted to hide it because I didn't want him to go. What are you watching? <laughs> Colin, oh, I'm done eating pretzels for the day. <laughs> no corn chips, oh. Kitty. Corn chips. But uh, no, Colin oh. can't watch. Colin can't watch it with me. Yeah, he just no oh, way. he's out. He can't Dios watch. Meal. <laughs> My feet are killing me on TLC. Stay right there, everybody. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Dawn broke the show, everybody. Dawn. I did. I'm so sorry. I Dawn just, broke I didn't, the show. I almost didn't put it on the grid. Oh, I'm so glad you did. And then, Chase, you take it to the next level, sending us pictures of these nasty toenails. <laughs> Oh, it's like a little toupees, cocoons breaking open. And Kenny, you're welcome. I spared Kenny. I did not send Kenny any any pictures. So I don't have a yeah, I don't have a foot deal, but uh, and I don't have problems with feet. But this is just this is too much. This is over the top. Yeah, these these TLC shows, man, they love this type of thing. I tried Pimple Popper, and, uh, you know, it it was just so weird. Such a beautiful, smart, intelligent woman doing something so unbelievably gross. Yeah. And it's more than pimples. Sometimes they're like the size of a coffee mug or even bigger. Oh, yeah. 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 Like the size of someone's head. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Yeah, with like gallons of pus in them. Okay, Kenny. Guys! Oh, yeah, you Stop. can't say that. No, you can't say that. <laughs> Delete that. Dump on? You should. It's too oh, late oh, now. But, Don, you can say all this other stuff. No, I didn't say yeah. Trembling they toenails. They when it comes to uh, Well, <laughs> there's something schooly around here. Oh. But no, you can. The, the, I I actually I stopped watching oh. both of those shows for this very oh, reason. I wonder I was, why. Yeah, I was. Good. Oh, so you stopped? Okay. Well, I watched all of the first season, okay. and then and then you know. It, oh, well, it's, that's not. That, that, that's that's not stopping, Jason. I thought See, there I, was only one season. No, there's something weird oh. going on with you, brother. Because when you, she's when she's describing oh. this, you're going, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. Because yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. I was I was excited. Um I was excited that uh, she because wa- I thought I was the only I thought I was the only one that watched. <laughs> I think these everyone weird who shows. watches this thinks they're the only one because yeah. I can't imagine anybody else being able no. to live through it. These people <laughs> live the, this way, and, and the yeah. doctors see this all the time. All the time. Wow, they are doing but, the work of the Lord. Dios mío. Oh. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I would just be an amputation specialist at that point. You'd just take one look, got to go. I know. Can I just tell you, saw it off. Can I tell you, Alexis, my talkers, my Alexis proved, Lex in the commercial break, we're continuing our conversation. Lex goes, I would be the worst foot doctor because I would just tell the person, just cut it off. <laughs> she goes, God. time to amputate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's Every like, single uh, one of you. She goes, I would be the worst. I'm like, yeah, Lex, you would be the worst doctor ever. How do they oh. let it get this far? I mean, oh, I get well, an ingrown well, hair kidding. and I'm freaking out. I'm taking yeah. pictures and sending oh. it to friends. And- yeah. All, all- <laughs> All humor aside, you know, Dawn pointed this out, too, to to now come from a place of just sympathy oh, and empathy and compassion, because, you know, that is the silver lining of the show. It is such um, it's such a woo woo thing to say. But these doctors really do change these people's lives. And the re- and to answer right. your question, a lot of these cases, Kenny, um, are it's about shame. Um, they they keep oh. putting off going to the doctor because they're afraid oh. to even have the appointment I, yeah. to take off the socks. Even when they yeah. are, even when they agree to come on the show, I feel so awful for them because you can see the apprehension of oh. them even taking off their socks to a doctor that has literally seen it all. You know, I mean, yeah, these doctors right. have seen and nothing you're going to show right. them. Um, and they're, and, and I feel that's when you feel bad for the patient, not during treatment, yeah. not during, yeah. I feel bad for them in that consultation because they're living with such shame. shame. Yeah. yeah. And the man who was, uh, oh. had hemophilia, who had the blood clotting disease, like I said, he had brain bleeds when he was a kid. And so yeah. he's actually, his cognitive oh. skills are impaired and he's slow. Like he needs someone to take care of him. I think his brother takes care of him, and um, you know he also started crying because five years ago his mother died, and he starts talking about how he misses his mom so much. And he was just the sweetest man, and he's just like, I miss my mom. And he goes, I just haven't taken care of my feet since. I bet that he, the mom took care of him a lot because of his Probably. condition. And yeah, then, sure. I mean, he's in his yeah. mid forties. It looked like so. You know, this poor man. I just oh, that one was really broke my heart. Oh. Yeah, oh. it just it, you do you feel you feel for these people, and that's why a show like this, though. You know, I don't always like it because it, it there is kind of a carnival, yes, um, show gawker, of, yeah, that I think is just so unnecessary. But for a lot of these people. Um, getting this, getting this medical attention. This is a last resort. I mean, they're turning to a TV show for heaven's sake. Yeah. So either by you know lack of insurance, lack of will, or lack of funds, um, uh, you know they see the offer and they've lived with it so long, and 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 they finally do it, and 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 they, it does. It changes their lives. At yeah. the end of the episode, it's the only redeeming thing about the gawker aspect of this is at the end you see them. Right. Uh, substantially happier. Yeah. So. Do, they ever do, a where, do they do a where are they now? You know, after. Well, yeah, you do. They pick them up. Seasons. What is it, Dawn? I think like like two months later, they, oh, they go back. Oh, I don't know. And, I haven't even reached the end of the first Oh, episode. got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have about they, 20 minutes left. They go back at the end, and I think it's been okay, like six good. or nine weeks later, Lex, so you can oh, see oh, how see. they've been. That'll yeah, be yeah, great yeah. to see just yes. the changes, and yep. oh, especially the woman with the skin graft. 
Yeah, it's, I mean, it's that's probably hard if your toenails are growing under your feet, you know, yeah. curling under to walk or oh, yeah. is this yeah. person scooter? Yeah, is he scooting yeah. all no, over the no, place? Walking, no, walking. he said it was like knives oh. every time he would step. I mean, he had various issues. Oh, yeah. it's 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 good to see them get their lives um, back. Thank God, really this is. show's yeah. over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, That's no going to do it for us. <laughs> if you're a kid, go out there and be yourself. Nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? Oh, right. You do you. Oh, I'm just thinking of those pictures. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Jace. Okay. Um, have a great day, everyone. Be safe on the roads out there. We love you so much. And we'll talk tomorrow. Bye, friends.